Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Feeling like you need a punch of energy? Enter wonderful pistachios. I love them. The snack that packs a protein punch. And the best part, they come in so many flavors and so many sizes. Whether you're on the go or chilling at home, wonderful pistachios, they're the go-to snack for me. Here's the real kicker, the protein. These little wonders are one of the highest protein nuts out there. Just one ounce serves up a whopping six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. So visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. I love them. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Hankook Dynapro AT2 Extreme. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox in for Colin here on The Herd. You can hang out with us on Fox Sports Radio. You can also find us on the iHeartRadio app. It's going to be a three-hour extravaganza here on a Black Friday. Thanks for for making it uh, and making us a part of your Black Friday here. As many of you are going around shopping, doing whatever the hell you need to do as we get ready for a first in the NFL, an actual football game on a Black Friday here to celebrate the holiday weekend. So I was watching the 49ers Seahawks game last night, as many of you were, and something became increasingly obvious to me that people just don't like to be wrong. They just don't. They don't like it. And I don't know if this is just a sports thing. I'm sure it goes on in politics. I don't know because I don't care. I don't I don't watch politics. I don't listen to it. It's not my thing. But when it comes to sports, when there's these certain issues that pop up, it's very obvious that people really hold on to their opinion and their take so much so that they don't want to be wrong. Because I'm watching the 49ers and I'm looking at it going, I mean, they sure seem pretty good. And Brock Purdy sure seems pretty good. And I'm thinking, this was the same team who people were panicking over and doing victory laps because Brock Purdy had struggled and they were struggling. And that was happening just a couple of weeks ago. And yet here we are, and they're playing on a short week, on the road, in a tough place, in a divisional game, and they absolutely sawed off the Seattle Seahawks for four quarters and three hours of football last night. And it just goes to show you that people just don't want to be wrong. Because there were so many people out there when Brock Purdy was struggling just for those three games. And keep in mind, he might have had a concussion or multiple concussions depending on you know which Twitter doctor you believe in. 
But you're watching Brock Purdy struggle, and people were so ready to say, see, told you, he's not the guy. The 49ers aren't going anywhere with Brock Purdy. He's been exposed. He's lost three games, and he struggled, and he threw interceptions. It's like, uh, okay, so he struggled a little bit, and we're just going to get ready to forget all the other games before that, all the other success he had. I'm going to forget all about that stuff. We're just going to focus on these three games, and that's going to be our takeaway when it comes to Brock Purdy. Okay. And then they come off the bye, and they've been fantastic, and they've been dominant, and Brock Purdy looks pretty good. And you're going to get the box score, like Billy box score readers out there are going to go, what do you mean? He's got one touchdown and one interception. He only threw for 209 yards. It's like, oh, dude, watch the game. Like, if you actually watch the game and have an honest feeling and opinion about it, you watch the game and you go, nah, man, the guy's good. And he plays really well. Yeah, but once uh, all those other players are gone, like Christian McCaffrey, when he was injured, not the same player, Debo Samuel, Trent Williams. So what do you want him to do? Go up to John Lynch's office, knock on the door and say, hey, would you trade all our good players? I got something to prove. Like, who does that? It's like, you know what? I'm the fastest person in the world, but I got to prove people that I can do it without one of my legs. You know, can we go ahead and get this surgery done immediately? I just want to prove my point here. Like, what do you want them to do? Trade away all their good players? <laughs> like Everybody tells you, work smarter, not harder. Okay, well, you know what's smart? Having really good players around you. George Kittle, that offensive line, the running game, the coaching staff, all that stuff. Brock Purdy's fantastic in it. Yeah, but he's just a product of the city. Okay, dude, what do you want him to do? Go to another system? Trade me away immediately. Where would you like to go? Carolina. Send me to Carolina. Uh, okay. I mean, we already you know got Christian, but I mean, I guess we could just swap. Okay, fine. I got to go to Carolina where I got an owner who turns and burns on head coaches at a rapid pace, who's got a coach in Frank Reich who just got there and has already given up play calling duties once and then took him back and still it was the same result and they've got nothing to surround the number one overall pick. But I got to prove to everybody else that I can play because I don't want people to tell me that I'm only a product of the system. And so I'm watching Brock Purdy last night. I'm going, dude, it's just, it's okay to be wrong. There's nothing wrong with being wrong about your evaluation of Brock Purdy. Christ, the 49ers are wrong. They were wrong how many rounds? Almost all of them. That's why he was sitting there as the last pick of the draft. Like there's nothing. It's fair story. This perfect perfect example of this, all right. And I've told this story before here on the air. Full disclosure: the Super Bowl between the Broncos and the Seahawks. All right. If you want a lesson on how to take your L's and be wrong about something, in that Super Bowl, you remember the one at MetLife Stadium? The NFL thought it was a great idea to play a Super Bowl outdoors in a cold weather environment. And then there was like 17 inches of snow the next day. They just uh, dodged a bullet completely. I was 1-17 and 17 in my picks for that Super Bowl. Now you're probably thinking, well, how are you 1-17? You make one pick for the Super Bowl before the Super Bowl. 
And so you got it wrong. Big deal. Where do you get 18 total picks? Well, when uh, you, you venture down the path of being a degenerate gambler, this is what happens. Not only do you pick the Denver Broncos, which I did, and I was convinced Denver was going to win that game. When the game starts and a snap goes over Peyton Manning's head and there's like a safety and a bunch of other things, you just double down and triple down and quadruple down until you've made 18 wagers and you've won one of them. Live bets. First quarter. Second quarter. Second half. Fourth quarter total. Point spreads. You name it. I was atrocious. I got dismantled. If I was married at that time, 100% chance I would have been divorced the next day. And not even because of the degenerate gambling, but because she would be disgusted at all the losing. And then she would question why I was on my phone and so frustrated with what was happening on my phone so much. Like that's the optics of that are you're having an affair. And you're not liking the pick you just got in return. So now you're trying to you know, figure out a way and navigate the waters to get a better pick sent over. That's how that would have gone. But it's okay. I own it. I accept it. Next Super Bowl, came back, probably lost some more. But the point is, it's all right to be wrong. You don't got to hold on to it like a hostage. You're not robbing a bank. And you watch Brock Purdy. You watch the 49ers. I'm like... Where was all the outrage for this guy? They're great. He played really well. He's a really good quarterback in that system, whatever. Like, I I don't know if you want to hold that argument. You can hold on to it as long as you want. But the Niners are good. Brock Purdy's good. They're fine. And if you don't see it by now, you might be an idiot. Sorry, but that's just the reality of the situation. Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio, in for Colin Coward on the Herd. All right, so I do have to point this out. Speaking of Super Bowl picks, the Dallas Cowboys were my Super Bowl pick. Now, I'm not going to sit here and celebrate on the air following that game against the Washington Commanders and try and use that as a catapult for a, look what I am, I picked the Cowboys, and they look like a great football team. I'm not going to do that. As you've just heard, I am fully aware of my flaws, and I will expose them here on the air and have no issues doing it. But I'm watching the Dallas Cowboys, and a bunch of teams came to mind. And I want to list these teams off to you. And I want you to tell me, what all of these teams have in common. Because there's two things that all these teams have in common. All right, so I'm going to list these off for you. The Giants, the Jets, the Patriots, the Chargers, the Rams, the Panthers, and the Commanders. They all have something in common. They have two things in common. All right. Number one, they're all bad. Okay, now a couple of those teams are like four and six, but four and six means you're probably not going to the playoffs. So by definition, for the sake of this take, that's a bad football team. So all of those teams that I just rattled off are bad. Giants, Jets, Chargers, Rams, Panthers, Commanders, they're all bad. You know what the second thing is they have in common? Those are all the teams that the Cowboys have beaten, okay? So, as much as I want to sit here and try and gloat 
And as much as I want to sit here and say, hey, man, I feel great about my Super Bowl pick. I feel great that I had the Dallas Cowboys go to the Super Bowl. Did you see what they did to Washington? When you go through the list of teams that Dallas has beaten this year, sometimes you just got to be honest about things. You just got to be truthful. They're not really beating very good football teams. It's like, well, yeah, but they've, they've only got three losses on the air. Okay, like, but but those were two so far, the Niners and the Eagles, who are good, and then inexplicably, the Arizona Cardinals. Somehow, they lost to Arizona. How that happened, I have no idea. But somehow, the Dallas Cowboys lost to the Arizona Cardinals. So we can, and you're hearing the DAC for MVP, you're hearing, the fact of the matter is, The Dallas Cowboys have not beaten anybody yet. And so we could have the conversation about, well, no, but uh, but this is a different Dallas team. Look, I want them to be different. Do you think I'd like losing that many bets in the Super Bowl? Do you think I'm proud of that? Like, Do you think when when my son gets old enough, I'm going to tell him about all my gambling experiences and that's going to be a proud moment for me? No, I want to get something right. I, I would like that to happen. I would like for the Dallas Cowboys to win a Super Bowl. Do you know the chaos that would ensue? you know how many Cowboy haters there are out there? It would be tremendous to dance on some graves, to say you called your shot, and I just, you can't do it. You come away from that game and you go, man, Dallas did what Dallas does. They beat a bad football team. Washington stinks. They just do. And Dallas did exactly what they should have done. It was Thanksgiving. It was national TV. You had everybody watching. They jumped in a Salvation Army bucket and pulled out some turkey legs wrapped in foil. Which, by the way, overrated snack at a carnival. It it, it looks really cool. It's like one of those big, goofy souvenir cups you get in Vegas. Like you're walking around and you've got an Eiffel Tower with a guitar strap wrapped around you and you're drinking a cocktail in the middle of the day. It's like, hey man, this is a great idea. And then you're halfway through it and you go, it's watered down. I, I, I can't see straight. I feel like a cyclops. I nearly got run over by a lift. Like, you, like just, it's not a great idea. Like, um, look, I, I would like to sit here and tell you, hey, man, like, you know, the, the Cowboys after yesterday, like, that's fun. Cowboys winning a Super Bowl, great story. Mike McCarthy winning a second, you know, we haven't seen it very many times with the coach. He's won a second Super Bowl with another team, and Dak finally proves all the haters wrong, and blah, blah, blah. Do you feel bad for All that stuff being said, I would love for that to happen. But nothing from yesterday in that game tells me the Cowboys are any different than what they've been against all of those other awful teams that we just listed off. It still comes down to, can you beat Philly? Can you beat San Francisco? We're going to find out in a couple of weeks on Philly, and if we get to the playoffs again, can you beat the Niners? And I don't know if you've seen how that's gone lately. It hadn't gone real well for the Dallas Cowboys. Jonas Knox in for Colin Cowherd. This is The Herd here on Fox Sports Radio. And again, you can always find this show on the iHeartRadio app. You can get me on Twitter or X, whatever the hell you want to call it, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter is where you can find me there. Uh, We are going to have some fun stuff coming up later on today. We're going to have, look, I mean, we've got Herdline News. We're going to have the usuals. 
All right, that's going to be a fun little topic of conversation. We're going to wrap up the show with tomorrow's headlines today with the great Robert Guerra, who's in with us. Alex Teichert is here with us, and hopefully you will be here with us here for the next couple of hours here on FSR. All right, I got a great parlay for you this weekend thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook. New users, sign up. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D, download the app. A lot of fun. Now for my parlay pick of the week via DraftKings Sportsbook. Jake Browning is good enough to run the offense. I'll take the Bengals at home plus one over the Steelers. Offense for Pittsburgh can't move the chains. I'll take the Colts. Offensive coach off a bye, Gardner Minshew, minus two and a half, hosting the Bucks. I think the Colts are a scrappy team, and off a bye, they'll win. And the Cardinals, plus one at home to beat the Rams. Rams were severely outplayed by Seattle, but pulled it out late because Seattle went to a backup quarterback. I'll take the Bengals, Colts, and Cards. If you want to take the Herd Parlay, check out DraftKings Sportsbook. New users, the code is HERD, H-E-R-D, when you download the app. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. See show notes for full details. Hi, it's the HERD. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We are going to get the very latest on panic in the NFL. 
It is the, the latest example of panic in the National Football League based on a move that was just made a short time ago. We'll get into that for you again a little over 10 minutes from now here on The Herd. So this is just... And I'm not trying to be cruel about this. All right. So just in, indulge my sick sense of humor here. All right. And for those of you that have listened to me over the years, I, you know, here, whether it's on weekend overnights, Saturdays with Brady Quinn and LeVar Arrington on Two Pros and a Cup of Joe on the mornings, there are certain things that I do find funny that maybe at the time a fan base may not find funny. All right. They might get a little offended by it, might get a little disturbed by it. You know, why are you pick it on us? It's nothing to laugh about. But there just is something funny about the fact that for years, there have been people that were pounding the table. We've got to get the Lions off Thanksgiving. Okay? They got to go. We're tired of it. It puts us in a bad mood. It's my escape from my family. I don't like half these people to begin with. The food they cook sucks. You got to get me away from this family and give me at least three to three hours and 15 minutes of enjoyable football and an excuse not to be around these hooligans that I share a last name with. You got to put a better team on. We get the tradition. The Cowboys are fine. But it's the Lions. And we don't want to hear about what the night game is because people are probably half in the bag at that point anyways, and if they're not, they're in a food coma. Either that or they're trying to get out the Christmas decorations as like a, an indicator to uh, to the missus or to the, to the rest of the family, like, hey, I got to put these lights up tomorrow, so no, I can't go to the mall with you. I, I got I to gotta put these up, all right? Just let everybody know. It's like a flare gun into the sky. I'm not going out on Black Friday, all right? It's not happening. So, like, there were people that were really against the Detroit Lions getting an opportunity on Thanksgiving, year after year. Didn't like it. We're talking a winless team. But there had been hope. Because they had lost six straight games on Thanksgiving. And so it was finally all the people that wanted to keep with the tradition were saying, you know what? Screw you guys. This is our year. This Lions team is different. You saw what they did to the Chiefs at Arrowhead Stadium to open up the season. And we're going to show you why the Detroit Lions deserve to be on Thanksgiving and why it's a brand new era and why you don't give up on us so fast. We're going to show you. And then the Lions go out and get knifed on national TV by the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's hilarious. Seven straight games they've lost on Thanksgiving. They, they were you could have sworn you talked to any Lions fan. You talked to anybody that covers the NFL. No, it's a different team. Things have changed around here. And look, nobody has been more supportive of the Detroit Lions and Dan Campbell on radio than I have been. Nobody. I love what they got going on there. There are so many things to like about the Detroit Lions. Dan Campbell, you remember he like he rolled in. He was talking about biting kneecaps. He was wearing like a like a, like a race car helmet. People were like, oh god, here we go. This is like when Joe Judge was do, doing uh, you know like 
mud angels. You know, they're like uh, not snow angels, but he's playing around in the mud at training camp because they got a downpour in, in New York or something like that. Like, remember that? Like, there was, oh my God, Joe Judge has got these guys doing Oklahoma drills and bowling the ring and all uh, Just too, way too goofy for us. We don't want anything to do with this. Dan Campbell was that guy, and everybody assumed it wasn't going to work. They just assumed it's not going to work. And slowly, they've just built up this team. And they've got, there are great storylines with the Detroit Lions all throughout. Not even just as an organization. Dan Campbell getting an opportunity, them sticking by him. You know, him talking about, you know, the kind of coffee he drinks. Why is he so wired? Then you hear his coffee order and you go, okay, well, he has two of those a day. Now I get it. Now it makes sense. But you're talking about like Jared Goff. He was like, he was cast aside. Like Sean McVay and the organization basically blamed him. And trust me, out here in Southern California, that was happening. Right? I live in Thousand Oaks. That's where the Rams practice. That's where the facility is for the time being. And then they go to go to Woodland Hills, have fun dealing with uh, Calabasas traffic. That'll be fun. But like Jared Goff was the fall guy there. That was the guy that had to go. So much so that they wouldn't even start him. He was ready to play, but they wouldn't start him in a playoff game at Seattle. They started John Walford, who looks like Gary Oldman. I swear to God, look up John Walford. He looks like Gary Oldman. I, you look that guy up, put his picture side by side next to the pimp from True Romance, and tell me that's, I mean, come on, it's the same guy. But Jared Goff had to go. So he goes to Detroit, and they lost a bunch early on, but he started playing better and started playing better. And next thing you know, they start stacking wins. They start drafting really well. They bring back all of these former players like Chris Spielman. Like the way that they built, like I love everything about it. I, lo- I love that they were featured as the first game of the year. I'm one of those people who said, don't get rid of the Lions. Whatever you do, don't get rid of the Lions on Thanksgiving. It is a tradition. It's what we grew up with. They deserve to be there. Nobody has been more supportive of the Detroit Lions and the need for them to stay with tradition and be on Turkey Day every single Turkey Day. Nobody's been more supportive. I don't care that they're losing. All right? If you don't like your family that much that you need an escape and you need a decent football team to get away from them, you got bigger issues. Okay? Those are conversations you got to have. You need to get, like do it. I would nobody has been more supportive of the Detroit Lions. Love everything about them. But it is hilarious that all we were hearing about with how things are different. No, I swear this time's going to be different. It's like dating an alcoholic. They tell you, hey, you know what? Things have changed. I'm sober. Giving up the booze. Not going to happen anymore. You got nothing to worry about. It's like, oh, man. <laughs> about time, but yeah. Then all of a sudden, you, you go to brush your teeth, and there's like pop off. In a scope bottle under the sink. And you're like, huh? <laughs> you know, like, eh. yeah, sorry. Yeah, I just, you know, but I mean, this next time it's going to be different, okay? Like, I promise you, this, I, I mean it this time, no more, okay? Change man, we are a changed franchise, changed organization, right? Things are going to be different. And then they go out and get stomped out by the Green Bay Packers. And you can look at the final score all you want and say, well, it was kind of close. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Jared Goff got outplayed again for a second week in a row by the opposite quarterback. Last week it was Justin Fields. 
This week it was Jordan Love. And Jordan Love looked great. And the Packers looked fantastic. But I'm looking at this game and like fans are booing him. And you're probably thinking to yourself, like, God, how can they boo this team? They're finally selling out Ford Field. People are finally going to these games. They finally got a decent product on the field. How could you boo this team? How? What do you... It's just seven straight years. Those people have given up a holiday for almost a decade. And what do the Lions do? Lose every time. What do you mean, how? Like, of course they're booing. You got their hopes up. No, it's going to be different this time. I promise you. It's 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 completely different. I'm not the same guy I used to be. Okay. Well, um, how come there's uh, Jack Daniels in the flower vase? What uh, what's what's that about? Ah, uh, I don't know. Uh, Could have been the neighbor. Uh, I don't a leak. Uh, maybe like uh, their bottle like spilled over the the balcony above us. Huh. We're on the first. We're on the top floor, though. Like we're not down. Well, just, you know, crazy stuff happens. Maybe an owl picked it up from the one of the other neighbor's house, and he happened to drop it. He thought it was a cat. He grabbed. Oh, that's JD. Dropped down. I don't listen. I don't know what to tell you. Like, it's just if you can't find the comedy in that, that the Lions swore to everybody up and down, and the Lions fan base swore to everybody up and down. This time's going to be different, and they go out there and get carved up. <laughs> Sorry. It is hilarious. Now, they're going to win the division, so don't worry about it. They're going to go to the playoffs, so don't even worry about it. And because they won the division, they're going to get a home playoff game. You would assume that's how this, you know, the Lions are going to get that home playoff game because they're going to win the division. So all of that is fine. But it still doesn't mean we can ignore the fact that this team went out and got butchered for a seventh straight year on Thanksgiving, and this in the year when they opened up the season with a win over the defending Super Bowl champions, and everybody swore up and down, it's going to be different. We promise. It's a different Lions team. It's a different era. You just watch. What we did... And you got annihilated. That's what we watched for a seventh straight year. And on the way up, we're going to bite a kneecap off. Whatever you got to do. Listen. And by the way, why is he stealing Dahmer's lines? You ever notice that? Like a little little insulting here. All right? I'm just saying. Like copyright infringement or something like that. Anyways. Uh, All right. Jonas Knox in for Colin. This is The Herd here on Fox Sports Radio. And now... We turn it over to Robert Guetta with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. Big Show Bob. That's right. We're doing it, baby. The Mexicans are taking over the Herd. That's right. Shout out to my guy, Jason McIntyre. I told him I'll be filling in for him today because you got to do the podcast with him every night for the volume. And uh, his only note to me was smile and nod at whatever the host says. Things will go well. Well, I mean, you're not a Lions fan, so that's right. That last piece, uh, Lions right. are terrible. Yeah, that was not good. Well, Jonas, got to get into this one first. Before the show started, we want to do it for the real show. We're like, you know what? This team's terrible. They don't really deserve a full segment. But uh, Jack Del Rio was fired as the Washington Commanders defensive coordinator early on Black Friday. That's because the Commanders' defense currently ranks last in the NFL in points allowed and 29th in yards allowed making things worse they've allowed a league high 49 pass plays of 20 or more yards here's the best part according to espn at least the reason he was fired 
was at the recommendation of head coach Ron Rivera. Okay. Um, that wasn't Ron's fault that the defense is terrible or the offense isn't that great. So well, yeah, don't, don't fire me. Fire him. Well, yeah, but that's Eric Bieniemy. You can't can't complain about him. You got to be careful. <laughs> like, you got to right. you got to be careful with that. All right, everybody, just be careful. Let's slow down here. All right, you got to be. Uh, you got to watch what you say when it comes to certain people in the NFL. I I wonder if part of this was Ron Rivera pulled Jack Del Rio aside because I'm assuming they're close. I'm assuming they're friends. I wonder if Ron, Ron Rivera pulled Jack Del Rio aside and said, "Hey, dude." We're all gone at the end of the year. Why don't you go enjoy the holidays with your family? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I mean, we're going to do it. Like, can you just go? It's like somebody waiting to break up with you. Like, can I? Can you just do it now so I can at least go see what my options are? Like, don't wait until the bars close. Like, if you're going to dump me, don't wait until after dinner and drinks and everything else. Like, do it when we're just kind of get sitting down so I can at least see, okay, what's what's the waitress look like? That'll work. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever we need here. I just wonder if part of that was he pulled him aside just said, dude, we're all gone. Just, it's okay. And if it's not that, then Ron Rivera's probably like, I got like a month and a half or so to try and prove that I should be the guy here. And ultimately, I think he's probably going to end up getting canned anyways, which I hate that. I don't like anybody losing their job in any industry, period. So I'm never one of those, they should be fired. Like, uh, like who does that a lot? Oh, like Rob Parker. That's right. You know, like I would never be they one of those guys who, he should be fired. Uh, but I look at it and I go, he's probably going to be gone at the end of this year. And I just, you know, why wait? Get it out of the way early. Do them a solid. Go spend the holidays with the folks and the family and all that stuff. So. Well, Jonas, I know you never miss the Odd Couple weeknights, Fox Sports Radio, 7 Rob to 10 p.m. Parker. Eastern. I mean, I never listen, so I never miss Exactly. Because yeah. so, if you didn't miss Wednesday's episode, Rob Parker let it be known that he has been fired more times than he can count on two hands. Yeah, but that was all self-implosion. Wow. You know, like he nearly ruined first take. Like, you know, like, <laughs> I that, mean, it, it was so bad. We had to have a distinction. Like, is your, if your contract's not renewed, is that still getting fired or is it just not renewed? He's like, no, like, we had to count that as a firing. Okay. Well, like, yeah. we, had, we had to really delineate what the situation was. That's how many times he's fired. You got you to brag about, uh, like, I don't know. Listen, anytime I've ever lost my job, it's because I just wasn't very good. Like, <laughs> just I'll, I'll be truthful with you. Like, I, I just wasn't good, you know? Like, like, I got fired. I was a waiter at a retirement home. Got fired. How is that possible? Um, they can't be that needy. <laughs> well, and everybody and everybody has the same order, but I just didn't like the way I was being talked to okay. by and and you know me, Robert. Right. We worked together a long time. <laughs> right. I can only keep my mouth shut for a certain amount of time, and I'm like, I just can't handle this anymore. So that didn't go well. But I mean, I just wasn't very good. You know, I just wasn't a very good waiter at a retirement home. But it happens. But don't worry, I figured out like bussing tables at Fridays and Chuck E. Cheese and all that other stuff. Figured all that out. I love the Chuck E. Cheese yeah. story. Oh, right. I got fired another time. My brother was a anybody that lives in Southern California will know. This is a true story. Uh, there was a Mexican restaurant. <laughs> Who knew? Mexican <laughs> restaurant named Cisco's in Westlake Village, California. It's no longer there, but I was a busboy there. My brother was the bar manager. That's how I got the job. So I, I mean, I went all in. I got, I got Hawaiian shirts and white jeans. Like wow. that, that was the work attire. Okay. And my brother fired me because I told him that I was looking for another job that I could do that would be more manageable, like as far as hours and stuff like that. And he said, no, 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 you're going to put in your two weeks. I was like, well, yeah, of course I'm going to put in my two weeks. And he said, we were at home in front of my mom. Oh, no. And he said, wow. and he said, <laughs> he said no, 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 I don't think you hear me. You're going to put in your two. I was like, 
Well, yeah, I mean, if I, but man, if I wanted to quit, I could just quit right now. I'm not going to, no, 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 you can't quit right now because you're fired and literally fired me. Wow. And I took off my apron and I threw it down. And then I picked it back up because I think I had to work later on. That night. <laughs> the point is, I still got fired. I just didn't want to put him in a bad spot. All right. Yeah. Well, we got time for one more here quickly. Michigan, Ohio State, obviously the big game of the weekend. And it had been reported months ago that the NFL would not be used as a you know safe haven for Jim Harbaugh should he face real punishment from the NCAA for this sign stealing scandal. And now Fox's Jay Glazer is reporting that the investigation actually will not impact the way NFL teams view him in any way, shape, or fashion. If he's interested, they're interested. Your thoughts on Harbaugh going back to the NFL? Oh, so you mean somebody who might have like a sketchy background, the NFL is going to look the other way if they're really good at what they do? <laughs> no kidding. God, no kidding. Like, huh. Where have I heard that before? Oh, that $230 million contract that the, the Browns gave that weirdo Deshaun Watson. Oh, geez. Like, huh, who knew that they were going to look the other way if somebody's really good? Jim Harbaugh's a great coach. Like, that, period. He's a great coach. And everywhere he goes, it works. It worked in college. It worked in the NFL. Then he went back to college. It worked at Michigan. He's put them back on the map. They're a legitimate contender for another year in a row. Of course. And, and it felt like Jim Harbaugh was going to be leaving anyways. It felt like, look, if Minnesota had offered him the gig and said, if, if you know, Adolfo Mensa had offered him the job, the GM for the Vikings, and said, hey, man, like this job is yours, Harbaugh would have would have taken the job right then. But when it was kind of front and finally realized when he got there, okay, well, they're not really, this isn't really a job offer. They're just talking to me. Then he went back to Michigan. They got the contract sorted out. But yeah, I mean, I look at, and there's going to be a ton of options. Chicago's going to be one because he played there. They drafted him. Uh, he's told people he he would love an opportunity to coach the Bears. Yeah, they know, in, how, to, they know how to hire coaches there anyway. So Yeah, okay. yeah, of course. And the Chargers is another possibility. They also do not know how to hire coaches. And, and Brandon Staley, uh, you know, for anybody that uh, knows uh, the Brandon Staley story, everybody wants him gone. Everybody. And if you ask him questions about calling plays on defense, He's not happy about it. So Brandon Staley could be another possibility. Um, if w the Washington job opens up, maybe they'll throw a ton of money at him. They got a new owner there. But I just, there's going to be options. I think th these are the final days of Jim Harbaugh as a coach at Michigan. And appropriately or not appropriately, he doesn't get to be on the sidelines with this team. It's a sad tale. It is a sad tale. I mean, when you were, what was this, 11 and 8 the last two seasons before this stealing started? You know, desperate times call for desperate measures. What are you getting at there? What are you trying I, to make I, an accusation? You know, maybe there? he's not a How great coach. You? Maybe, wow. maybe he's just you know got a upper hand on the rest of the competition. How dare you? Uh, that was Robert Guerra with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. Uh, it's Jonas Knox in for Colin Coward. This is The Herd here on Fox Sports Radio. And again, you can always listen to this show on the iHeartRadio app. But coming up next here. There is a move that the NFL has made that is an indicator of their brilliance. Tell you what that is next. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that 
type of talent on it. Up on game. We're going to be sharing our real life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up on Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Jonas Knox in for Colin Coward. This is The Herd here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up, top of next hour, a little over 10 minutes from now, there's a game this weekend that is the biggest game of one person's career. And I would argue it's all on the line. So that'll be happening here. We'll get into that for you a little over 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. So the NFL is doing something that's uh, brilliant, and it's Black Friday football. Now, first of all, the fact that it's on Amazon Prime or and, and you don't need an account or a subscription, rather, to watch the game. You can just watch it. And it's not the greatest matchup in the world. It's the Dolphins and the Jets. And the Dolphins, very similarly to the Dallas Cowboys, they can beat bad teams just like the good teams they struggle with. You know, there's some other teams in the NFL like that. But like the, the Miami Dolphins, their schedule, pretty weak. Like if, if we're being honest, their schedule's not, you, know, you kind of look at it and go, it's a little iffy. The Jets are a bit of a disaster. Alan Lazard is now a healthy scratch. No big deal. It's not like he signed a $40 million contract in the offseason. So, again, no big deal. Not, not a problem at all. So the matchup's not great. But the NFL goes, all right, you know, we'll uh, we'll, we'll throw, uh, throw a game on Black Friday, see what we got. You know, why not? Just see, uh, we'll kind of dip our toe in the water a little bit. 
And for Amazon, it's great because Amazon, I think I saw that they're going to have like QR codes for special Black Friday sales and things like that. You know, obviously there's Cyber Monday or Cyber Week, whatever you want to call it. But like Amazon's going to have an opportunity to where people are going to be watching this game and they can probably just sit there and shop with their thumbs instead of having to go deal with some of the traffic and some of the other stuff, which I'll say this, the traffic coming in, Easy peasy. That's awesome. And if you drive around in Southern California, if you're listening to this show on the Blowtorch, AM570 LA Sports, you know traffic. When you get a good day, you got to enjoy these days. Makes you want to sit in your car a little bit longer than the bag of crap that we're dealt with all the time. And also sidebar, and, and I apologize for this, but it's like... When I'm driving and I see a sign, they want they want to encourage people to put their seatbelts on. And I'm and I'm driving on the 101, and I see this sign that says, "Make sure you use your seatbelt. Do it for your family. How about do it so you don't go through the windshield? How about that? You know, why don't we uh, maybe 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 one of those? How about do it so that you're not you know, bouncing around the highway like a lost uh, a piece of luggage? You know, like cars are trying to dodge you. How about that? I don't know. Like maybe my my family. <laughs> like, they, I, uh, yeah, you know, I got place I need to go too. So I, you know, I'm just saying, little piece of advice. All right, stop with the uh, the goofy click it or ticket stuff. All right, just talk real to people. Like, hey, you know. Caltrans has got a lot to do. They don't want to have to pick you up, too. All right? So, if you could just kind of... Just a little piece of advice. But, point is, the NFL has done something brilliant. They haven't taken over all the way. Just one little piece at a time. You know? It's just... Uh, we'll do it one little piece. It's, it's like uh, eating a small piece of candy. Like, one of the greatest inventions in the, in the world is the half candy bar. Because the half candy bar, you don't feel like you're eating the whole thing. It's like, oh, I'll have a little one of those. They're tiny. <laughs> it's a big deal. You know, you go to a restaurant, it's like, ah, oh, listen, no tortilla for me. I'll get my uh, my taco or my burrito in a bowl. But yes, I will have chips and salsa. So, okay, well, what do you think those things are that you're dipping in salsa? Well, they're just chips. Yeah. Better known as cut-up tortillas. So what are we really doing here? But because you're doing it slowly, you kind of space it out a little bit. And it almost looks as if, well, we're just, this is harmless. Like we're not, I mean, what, what do you, we're not trying to take, us take over. Oh, please. We're not trying to take over everything. Oh, you're not? No. What's with those games you got on thanks, on uh, Christmas? Uh, just, you know, fell on the certain day of the week. Oh, okay. So that's not going to become the norm? We're not going to consider doing that moving forward? No, we would never do that to the NBA. Oh, you wouldn't. <laughs> you wouldn't. Because it seems like it's happening more often. And now we're playing football on a Friday. And now we've got multiple Monday nights where there's two games going on. And we've already got the Thursday game. And when COVID was around, it's like, okay, well, I guess we could play a game on a Tuesday. Then I guess if we needed to, we could play a game on a Wednesday. I get, you know, who knew that we were going to go ahead and uh, kind of take all, take over like this? This was not the plan. We're just, listen, we're just taking, no, no, no. The NFL knows exactly what it's doing. It's the smartest league in sports. When it comes to branding and marketing, they do it better than everybody else, which is part of the reason why they are what they are and where they're at. 
and the NFL slowly taking over another brilliant move by the National Football League. Hour two is next. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.